0: This podcast brought to you by Earthlink.
1: It's Friday, March thirty first, two thousand six.
2: I'm Molly Wood. I'm Tom Merritt, and I'm Veronica Belmont. Welcome to Buzz Out Loud, CNET's podcast of indeterminate length, episode number one hundred ninety seven. I just realized that in our interview episode with Craig Newmark, I did not allow Veronica to say her name. Yeah, I know. It's cool. Uh, Whatever. I didn't talk anyway.
0: You didn't. You could have jumped <laughs> in.
2: I like
1: blogging. Yes, <laughs> me
2: too. Molly, <laughs> you're back. in super. I am back and I really apologize for the personal disaster that kept me from being here on our one year anniversary. Well, and now like we
0: can now we can celebrate the birthday. Woo! We we talked about this yesterday. It's sort of like when you're a kid and your birthday's on a Tuesday and your mom's like, "Oh, we'll celebrate it on Saturday when everybody here." That's true. Yeah,
2: Friday is a way better day. Sorry. Friday is a way better day. Way yeah. better. I totally way, way, agree. Better. So, happy birthday to us.
0: Uh, a big day for Veronica she recorded a video of an insider secret (laughs) so uh, if you've been talking about wanting to see Veronica on video it will happen we don't know exactly when it'll post hopefully
1: sometime next week
0: what was the topic of the the video?
1: (laughs) it was make your PC look like a Mac
0: of course it was of course it was yes (laughs) Yes, congratulations on Uh,
2: Veronica's debut into the video world
0: all right, we will uh, we'll let you know as soon as that video po- posts. I am very excited about the iZilla Media Monster featured on Think Geek today. <laughs> now
1: this thing is hot.
0: Oh yeah, uh, two terabytes of digital media euphoria. It's, uh, it's about 30 pounds, can digitize CDs and vinyl records, mm-hmm. comes with Bluetooth uh-huh. headphones, can dock your iPod, has a screen.
2: And this is cool. If you want, it's super portable. You can run it off 16D batteries. All it
0: needs, 16 d size batteries. <laughs> uh, this is, if you haven't caught on yet, this <laughs> is one of ThinkGeek's April Fool's products that they put up a little early because April Fool's falls on a Saturday this year.
2: Right. And they didn't want to lose all that awesome traffic. But, you know, you can always count on ThinkGeek to do the right thing around uh, April Fool's Day. Yeah. And the Izella is one of many. I love the grow your own one-up mushroom kit.
1: They are This is one of my favorite websites in general anyway, I but like April Fools just makes it so much better. Yeah. I want to
0: buy some of this stuff. It's just too bad it's not real.
1: Well, I mean, it's not that far from the truth. The grow your own mushroom kit? Like, have you seen those little beans that grow and they oh, say yeah. things like I love you and stuff mm-hmm. on them? Like, how the heck do they do that? Yeah. I want one.
2: It's like, the uh, I don't know. You could know, grow I know. love you on a bean?
1: Yeah, it has, the the bean, when it grows, says I love you on the leaves it's or the stalk It's printed on the, yeah, yeah. How the it's heck do they do somehow that? Somehow I don't know. engineered is it a do real that? plant? I, I haven't really, uh, man,
2: cool.
0: Well, birthday's <laughs> all over. Brilliant. We've been talking about Apple turning 30 tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Over the hill, don't trust him anymore. You never trust pretty- anyone over 30.
2: <laughs> it's pretty crazy because um, so far, you know, here it is Friday and it's cricket, cricket, cricket.
0: We were saying yesterday it's because of you. Why? Because you got so upset about the hype thing I didn't that, get that Steve upset about it. Steve Jobs said, "That's it. We're not going to get Molly upset." There's a
2: there's a misconception in the blogging um, echo chamber that I was upset about. The blogging
0: echo chamber, the the small the, subset of the blogosphere, blogosphere. Known yeah, as which is me and the three of us. <laughs>
2: <laughs> anyway, so far there's been no word on whether Apple will announce anything.
0: I like regist- the register has an article today saying the Apple iPhone will either be coming tomorrow or delayed till two thousand seven. Depends yeah. on who
2: you ask. Exactly. I think you know what? I got my money on nothing. I think there's gonna be I no know. thirty anniversary announcement. I'm like, kind of starting to think that way myself. In I, fact, something... I even heard yeah. that um one of the that I don't know if it's the main or one of the iPod PR reps is supposedly on vacation. Oh. Until it, like the fourth or something. So good timing. Yeah. So, you know, either they're all in Cabo together and they're going to announce the big iPod there or um, nothing. Apple think, gone wild. I
0: think there's going to be an <laughs> announcement. I don't think it's going to be anything huge, but they they pretty much all but said they were going to do something when, yeah. at Macworld. So maybe it'll just be a party. Maybe it'll just be, you know, Woz and Steve reunited singing karaoke together. But I Who think knows. something's going to happen. I Don't know what it is.
2: Yeah, but it's I, Saturday. Saturday's so hard. Like, I know. Like, I feel like if we were going to hear something, we'd hear it today. Maybe it'd be a or small Monday. private celebration. Could be Monday. Could no, be Monday. No, but things after the fact aren't that exciting. Like, you know. I would think it would be today, or yeah. maybe I don't know. So I don't. know. It, it know still it could be. Let's be clear. Yes, it, it could still the day. No, there doesn't have to be anything.
1: No, there ha- no. Mm. But
2: I want there to be. Yeah, but um, I know. Well, it, it's just surprising that they would that there wouldn't even be a press release today or a couple press releases. Like if it was a normal company and not a big old secret keeping we announce cool things at the drop of a hat company. Maybe it's their April Fool's there joke. There would have been 50 million. Yeah, yeah totally. Maybe they're actually going to do an it's April like, Fool's joke.
0: No, their April Fool's joke is, psych, no announcement. Oh. April Fool's.
2: Ha ha. Right, well, I don't want to think about it. Anyway, we'll see. You should, uh, again, not that you probably haven't already because apparently a bajillion people have, but the News.com retrospective package is just excellent. They've got the... A, a video about the Cult of Mac, Guy Kawasaki interview, the author of Cult of Mac, I think. And mm-hmm. I don't know. It just goes on and on. It's cool. Meanwhile, a cool uh, new
0: version of Tunes out that allows you to uh, buy MP3s for pennies. <laughs> now, if you weren't paying attention, I said all Tunes, <laughs> not iTunes.
2: Yes. All of MP3, the um, Of Questionable Legality Russian... MP3 purchase site, indeterminate
0: legality. I should say indeterminate. It's perfect.
2: Questionable in the (laughs) questionable isn't wrong. I'm just saying like
0: it indeterminate (laughs) podcast. This is definitely an indeterminate legality.
2: The MP3 downloading site of indeterminate legality, All of MP3, has launched a standalone desktop application and download tool called All Tunes that looks very familiar.
0: Yeah, it looks, you know, it looks very web 2.0. Yeah. It, 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 it is very it now, reminiscent of iTunes. Yeah. It looks too. just like iTunes. It well, it has me. tabs.
2: It does have tabs. How is that web 2.0?
0: <laughs> Aren't tabs web 2.0? Or are they web know. 1.5? What is web 2.0? Uh, who knows? Well, Let's that, not, that's not get into that conversation That's what right I was there. doing
2: on Tuesday is moderating an entire panel on what the heck is this thing. Anyway, it looks a lot like iTunes, and frankly, I think it looks super cool. <laughs> because you can kind of browse on the little tabs and you got your balance in there and you can download songs from that and
0: I haven't I haven't messed with all of MP3 simply because I'm just a little unsure of giving financial information to somebody in Russia.
2: Yeah, you're definitely I'm Sure it's fine. You're definitely going to want to use like a throwaway credit card with a low limit yeah. so that, you know, if anything happens, you can shut it off quickly and you won't have too many problems related to it. Well, I guess we'll
1: find out because it seems like a lot of people are talking about this this product now, and a lot of people are probably going to start trying it. So, if yeah. we hear any kind of like, you know, I mean, why, issues
2: with it, I would be surprised if there were going to be any issues. To be honest, like they have really put themselves forward as they they at least say in their terms of service in their um, FAQ that they pay copyright licenses. Like they they are no, they putting could, them forward in two cents license for- fees.
0: It's well, they fulfill the Russian law on copyright licenses. Right. So
2: not the American and
0: law. Some people dispute that they know. actually pay all of the license fees they're yeah, supposed to. But I'm
2: just saying that they're putting themselves forward as a legitimate business, so I'd be so pretty pretty surprised if they then came in and like, stole all your credit card money. Like JK. Yeah, no, I agree. It's just take your credit card information. <laughs> JK. It's tinfoil hat time JK, for LOL. <laughs> <All> <laughs> anyway, right. I love all of MP3.
0: When we come back, uh, we'll talk about MySpace dumping 200,000 users, Cablevision allowing you to do DVR over a network, and more on Net neutrality. An average dial up connection takes three point five nine minutes to download a one megabyte photo. That's longer than it takes the average person to eat four hot dogs. So hold the mustard and get Earthlink high speed, which is up to one hundred and fifty times faster than dial up. Go to Earthlink dot net.
2: MySpace MySpace MySpace. So you MySpace
0: no longer your space. We're
2: all I know, so we're all so scared of MySpace and it's so scary and there's Charlie, oh, so, it's look out behind you, it's MySpace, there. and, then, and there's like little kids on there pretending to be big kids and the whatnot. Apparently, MySpace, in order to um, address all of our concerns and fears, are is uh, pulling down 200,000 quote unquote objectionable profiles so far from its site so far, and it sounds like they're trying to pull down sites that like are kids that might be under 16 well, if you or can, it could be people yeah. they think are a little sketchy. If you can
1: prove that it is a person who is under the age of 16, mm-hmm. then they'll pull
2: it. I don't know how exactly you would go about proving it.
0: That's right. a commenter on Diggs says that, right? Yeah, yeah.
2: But we're it all says all... they've also taken down like, um, is this what you were going to say? Some yeah. of the material that contained hate speech, some of it that was... Too risque. Ross Levinson, head
0: of News Corp Internet, said that they have taken down some hate speech and some risque.
2: Well, there are Mm -hmm. a ton
1: of, quote unquote, bot pages, like profiles that are not actually real people. They're usually scantily clad women. And so I'm kind of hoping that, and they send you automated messages. I had no idea
0: that's what bots look like.
1: Yeah, they're hot. (laughs) Wicked hot. Anyway, bot. (laughs) uh, (laughs) So I would actually be pretty pleased if they... um, Yeah, it's just unnecessary, you know, and there's so many of them now that's probably just bogging down. You know, this is a
0: PR move on News Corp's part, but it's going to have a good effect. It's a
2: PR, but I don't think it's a bad thing. Yeah, exactly. Right. Or is it going to have a bad effect? I mean, at some point they are going to start nuking somebody's legitimate profile who's 17 or 18 years old, who doesn't, you know. Mm -hmm. True. Well, then, yeah, that would suck if you had all
1: your stuff up and you had to go back and rebuild your whole profile. Or maybe they would have it cached somewhere and you could say like, hey, I'm really 17. I'm not 12. Maybe. Can I have my profile back now? Thanks. <laughs> okay, thanks. Bye.
2: Okay, thanks. Bye. Um, that seems unlikely to me that they would have that cash and give it back to you.
1: Well, you don't know. But I think the over- Dif- the overall good of this is probably, I don't know, there, there's going to be some issues, I'm sure. But there's always issues with this kind of thing. You know,
2: I don't know. It is interesting that they are taking this response because a lot of companies in the face of like, you're evil and you're bad for the kids, like the Grand Theft Auto people mm-hmm. just kind of go, great, more publicity for us, you know.
1: I don't think MySpace needs any more publicity.
2: No. Since it's all bad.
0: (laughs) Speaking of people who need good publicity, this is about the cable companies. CableVision Uh is uh, proceeding with a a thing called RSDVR, Remote Storage Digital Video Recorder, that would allow you to have TiVo-like functionality out of any digital cable connection or or perhaps any analog cable connection. But I think you probably have to have some sort of box that's communicating with the cable company. But you wouldn't actually have to have the hard drive in your house. They would host all of the storage at the cable company and then over the network you're doing the pause and the rewind and the storage and the playback.
2: No. <laughs> no, yeah. Well, why? That's my response. Oh. No. <laughs> no, thank you. Why for? Oh, no, you're correct. But I say no thank you. <laughs> 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 so i like, what did I do? <laughs> um, I don't want this. I, if I'm going to download stuff then I want to use my Tivo to right. go or I want yeah. to my But you're the big thin client
0: proponent. You're the Not one... Not for television. But it's over the IP. What's the difference?
2: Uh... I don't think this is the same thing. I mean, TiVo would certainly give me what I guess what I want is like, I still want the opportunity to own my own data and transfer it wherever I want. And these guys aren't going to let me do that. So if I consider my recorded television part of my data, then they're certainly not going to say like, yeah, you can put it on a TiVo and you could transfer it to your computer and you could burn it onto a disk or you could whatever, whatever.
0: The cable industry channels are worried about this, obviously, because mm-hmm. it's the cable companies making copies of their programming and rebroadcasting it, right? Right. So the cable vision argues nothing will be recorded on its network unless the viewer orders it from the remote control. So in a sense, you have some ownership over it. That's
2: just on demand. Could you
0: actually take it? Probably not.
2: Right. And how is it? I guess I wonder how is it different from on demand?
0: Well, because you can do I the mean, pause, I mean, it's rewind. on demand everything. It's, it's not on demand in the sense that I can decide i want to watch something and watch it right you have to record it first it's dvr
2: i got um an on demand movie in the hotel room when i was in la for digital hollywood mm-hmm. man on uh, lord of war lord of war anyway you could the hotel remote had a feature to stop and pause and rewind and for, fast forward oh cool the movie even though it was an on demand movie right so well all
0: i'm saying is you got that movie as soon as you wanted to watch it you didn't have to say record that movie and then I'll watch it after it's recorded.
2: Yeah, I'm just wondering why these guys have to make you record it. Like if you if you have that capability on on demand, that you could get a movie and immediately be because they're not providing. They're not.
0: The technology is there to do it. That's not what they're providing.
2: Yeah, I don't understand why not. Just well, make cooler on demand. Just put everything on demand. Let me fast forward and rewind that. Blah 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 blah. Because you know, really, at that point, it's just an academic distinction. This well, idea of course of that's recording. what we want.
0: But what they're saying is we want to people want DVRs. This is easier to implement.
2: Mm-hmm. Then I want my box and I want my TiVo interface. That's cooler. I'd like a TiVo at all. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, you hear that? You still don't have TiVo? Yeah. Oh. All
0: right. Let's get into a little net neutrality vegetables for you. Mm. Uh, you brought this story in, Molly. <laughs> Verizon says net neutrality is overhyped. Yeah. Dude, it's so over. Uh,
2: News.com did a um, an interview with their chief technology officer of Verizon, Mark Wegleitner. <laughs> <laughs> And he sort of said, he says that he thinks maybe this whole net neutrality argument is just a little bit overhyped and it's really like it's more just about when content providers are going to want, quote unquote, special capabilities on the network.
0: Well, and that is the uh, the argument that has been coming on the forums, mm-hmm. which is forget all this stuff about paying for getting a free lunch and all this this other things that they've said. What this is about is prioritization of traffic for certain applications like streaming and VoIP.
2: Right. Which, I guess, is now the argument that Verizon is trying to take, too. And they're, they're trying to kind of get away from that. You're on a free lunch argument as well. And making it about what the consumer wants in terms of applications that don't entirely exist yet. But um, I, one question I thought was interesting is that News.com said, aren't, car- aren't, aren't content providers already paying Verizon and other broadband providers to access their network? Which is kind of what we've brought up. Like, look, you're already getting paid by the consumer. And you're already getting paid by the content providers. But Verizon now says, not necessarily. Mm. He says they're paying some internet service provider. So Google or whoever is paying some ISP and DSL consumers are paying us for access to the internet. But don't, well, doesn't the ISP pay them if they yeah, the backbone?
0: At some <laughs> point, it says
2: we are also a major tier one internet service provider. So some websites are hosted off that network. Right. And we get some ISPs to pay us for internet con- connectivity there. Right. Well, wouldn't any well, ISP Well, y- I guess has what he's trying
0: them? to say there is. If somebody, if some ISP is paying a different uh, backbone, then we're not getting any money from that ISP.
2: So, really, this is just a roundabout way of saying that we should be getting money from everything that happens ever.
0: Well, and perhaps <laughs> I,
2: I, still... I don't think it's entirely uh, evil. I do st- still see the merit in this new argument that it's about maybe delivering new kinds of content. But the thing about the internet is that the open architecture has always been like content free. It's always said. We're not going to have the kind of routers that prioritize certain types of traffic. We're just going to let you build on whatever it is and we're, it's just an open pipe. Things just go through it. you know. And that seems to be the biggest argument against this, which is like that open pipe architecture is what lets you build in the first place these kinds of specialized applications. Well, they're not shutting take- down
0: the open pipe. They're just creating another lane in it. What you're worried about is if this lane degrades the service of the open pipe which they're all saying it won't they'll say we'll still have the open internet it'll still be there for anybody who wants to use it but if you want to pay a little extra we'll make sure your packets get there in a timely manner so you don't have dropped calls and you don't have uh buffering errors and i mean
2: at i at this point he's also saying that we're gonna we are going to prioritize traffic by traffic type and I am kind of concerned about that. Like, no, he's not saying he's going to shut down the pipe exactly, but he's saying he's going to change the very nature of the way the pipe is operated.
0: Right. Well, and and the, their claim is it won't change anything in the open internet. Right. That's their you claim. Still we believe opt that?
1: To use the regular open internet, you yeah, would have sure. to pay more if you didn't want to. You right. Still have things working the same way they were working. You That's what they You said. wouldn't lose access to the data packets that. I just don't. Yeah, I don't understand. Would you? Like, okay, so if you didn't opt into using the fast lane, you know, mm-hmm. if you're paying more to get the fast lane, would you still be able to get that same content on the open internet, like yes. the same way? No that problem. That is
0: what they're saying.
1: So you know, to, I can it doesn't always really do sound streaming. like that bad of a thing. If they are being truthful about that's the way it's going to work. I mean, to pay like five dollars more to make sure I don't drop my VoIP calls and to make sure I get all my streaming video from CNET without buffering for half an hour, then. But then that's
2: something that you get charged for though. That's not right, something that's Google what, has to pay and that's what no. they want. Like there's what they're not necessarily saying that you as the consumer can subscribe to a special VoIP package, or maybe they are, but then they're saying that in order to provide the VoIP in the first place, Google, on the other hand, has to pay more.
0: Well, I don't think they care who they collect the money from. If they charge <laughs> Google, and Google passes the charge yeah, on to you or I Vonage, think it,
1: it makes more sense for the consumer to pay a little bit more. Well, than... and that's what's
0: going to happen. Yeah, I mean, let's not fool ourselves. It makes sense if Vonage Sucks. gets charged extra for the prioritization, they're going to pass the cost along to the consumer.
1: Right, but would it be the cable companies that were passing the cost along to the consumer? Or would it be would
0: it would be the service? Okay. Whatever that service may be, like
1: Vonage would be charging you more money, so they could. Okay, possibly, yeah.
2: I don't know. I, I I'm gonna have to reform. I'm gonna have to take some time to formulate my argument about this because somehow I still don't think that works. I still think
0: there's issues with it. I, uh, but I, am really happy that we have a person who is taking the side of the telcos in this on our forums, and we're gonna include the link to this thread in our newsletter. And if anyone else has opinions on this, jump in because it's a, it's a really interesting thread we've got going on mm-hmm. on the Buzz Out Loud Lounge. Uh, let's go into phishing. Security company is now using Fisher's tactics against them. So the idea of this is this company, <laughs> Sciota. I'm probably pronouncing that wrong, too. Uh, but they, they are going to the phishing sites when they find them and flooding them with false and, fraud, uh, and fake usernames and information uh, so that the good information just gets washed in with all the bad. In other words, using spamming techniques against the fishing people. Suckers. That may not be legal, but then again, the fishers <laughs> aren't legal, so who are they going to complain Who's
2: going to complain? Well, the person who's going to complain is the first legitimate site that gets flooded with a bunch of fake information because they get it wrong. Mm. Yeah. Just saying, you got to be careful with that kind of vigilante behavior. Quote from a uh,
0: official says, the main thing we do is shut down the website. It may be hosted from 12 different locations, China, Seoul, and Lithuania, but we get a real-time translator, contact the local ISP, and tell them we are calling from the bank. Please shut it down. Wow. They just they use social engineering. Yeah. They flood the site. It's, it's funny to me. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> it's a little, a little bit of fight fire with fire going on.
2: When we have nothing left, when the ISPs is and the browsers can't protect us, we just have to turn to, like, <laughs> these guys.
0: So this will uh, disappoint you. Forrester Research says that Sony is more trusted amongst consumers than Microsoft, Molly. Indeed. That does disappoint me. Oh, oh well. it
1: gave Microsoft, what, like a C? Yeah.
0: yeah. That's not bad. It's passing.
1: Yeah, but Sony, come on! Like, Sony, are Dell, and Bose all
0: received a ranking of A plus. Bose, to I will agree with.
1: Bose deserves an A, I think. Maybe no. They're a Why high priced. They're they're very okay, good. But they're quality they're good products.
2: Yeah, no, I have no idea. Not, the, I mean, I no think Bose is Bose. super cool but in and terms expensive. of Being jerks, yeah, I'm, sh- or, I, I'm okay. shaking my hand at my head at the horror of the of people. I mean, it's sort of like I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm surprised by this and disappointed, and that's all I have to say. Are
0: you surprised by the uh, ads on Google Maps? No. (laughs) No? Does it disappoint you?
2: (laughs) You know, not very much. I I feel like it almost should disappoint me a little bit more than it does, but it's really just like the old pages. It's just like, okay, ads. Yeah. Have
0: That's you everywhere. seen any yet? I tried it a couple of times. I couldn't find any. Apparently, it's supposed to have la- launched last night, but I haven't seen any yet. I think it just gives you a little icon with the with the logo.
2: Yeah, it says marketers are able to place photos and logos inside balloons that pop up on Google Maps, exactly where the merchants are located. As so, long as it's no different than what you get already, but would it distract you, as long as you it from doesn't... like
1: from like what you chose to look for? Like, say I'm looking for Ray's Pizza on somewhere and somewhere. If you enter that in, will it pop up with other pizza places in that neighborhood? No, see, a bubble.
2: Oh, I don't know. As guess, an advertisement. I guess well, the it bubble. Could. The
0: but have you seen the bubbles pop up before? On I've seen it on Google Earth. They're pretty unobtrusive, yeah. and you can close them. So oh. if, as long as it works that way, yeah. I don't think I'm it's sure great. you
2: could still close it. But yeah, I guess I guess the idea is like you'd search for a pizza place, and then it would come up, and there'd be like some more pizza places plus a map. I don't think it would be that bad. It's just like the yellow pages, and sometimes it makes them kind of cooler. First HD DVD player launched in
0: Japan, according to Slashdot. We'll keep our eye on that. And uh, we didn't talk about, uh, a few days ago, Facebook wanting to get $2 billion to be bought. They're a MySpace-like <laughs> yeah, right. site. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you found a, an interesting quote from News Corp today.
2: Yeah, it sounds like <laughs> they're kind of... Yeah. News, Corp, News Corp, the owner of MySpace. News Corp, yeah, which recently bought MySpace. Um, Ross Levinson, who we quoted earlier over at Fox, um, apparently at a Bank of America investor conference today said... Today? Yesterday? Today. Yesterday, Thursday, March 30th, said... We're certainly not paying $2 billion for Facebook. If the price was right, I'd be interested in it. It's a great site and I know the guys there well. Now, this is the the company that paid half a billion dollars for MySpace, which at the time everybody went, What?
1: Yeah. Half it was a some, b- wasn't it some like venture capitalist that said well, $2 billion? Billion is
2: four times as much?
1: Yeah, no, exactly.
2: And, and MySpace at the time had like a much bigger market share or registered users or whatever than, than Facebook does. To, what most bloggers have characterized this as is like bubble talk, yeah. crazy bubble talk. That's way too much. Two billion, but it that is that is kind of where we're going. Like social networking is the new bubble. People spend crazy money on it.
0: Doug calls in with a voicemail about where he listens to the podcast.
1: Hey, Tom, Molly, Veronica, Doug from Connecticut, big fan. Hey, I use Sony's location free player because it works with my PSP anywhere I have a Wi-Fi connection. Friend's house, my house, anywhere works great. I know it's the evil empire, Sony. Molly, but uh, it does work fantastic and it's easy to set up and easy to use. So you guys uh, would be interested to just throw my two cents in. Thanks.
2: Oh, no more Sony. Although everybody does like that location-free player. I personally have not tried it. But um, we play this primarily because the Where Do You Listen to Buzz Out Loud is like the hottest thread on the forum. And I love reading it. It's so interesting.
0: And we have an anonymous happy birthday wish from someone I think we've heard from before. I just want to say happy birthday to Buzz Out Loud. I remember when y'all were in diapers, and now you're halfway to the pens. I'm so proud of y'all. Pretty soon I'll have to buy y'all cars and teach you how to drive and pay for your college expenses. Anyways, happy
2: birthday. I'm so proud of you. You
0: got Aww, all the show I'm
1: pretty sure that's Larry in Florida.
0: Uh-huh, sounded like him.
2: <laughs> pretty I sure. I can't wait to learn how to drive. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, we have Deanne from Minnesota. Hi, Tom, Dean from Minnesota. You really needed to have Molly on yesterday's podcast so she could actually get you to pronounce the name of this, the real estate agent correctly. It's Edina, not
2: Adina. Just thought I'd let you know. Thanks, love the podcast. Bye. <laughs> Thanks, Dean from Minnesota. And indeed, if I had been here, I would have said Edina correctly.
0: A. I think I'd heard Edina before, but... I don't know. I'm from the south. What do I know? <laughs> uh, Brian K. wrote in. Uh, his name is actually Brian Cop. He is the publisher of the unofficial strategy guide for, uh, for World of Warcraft that is being pulled off eBay, and told us a little bit about his story. Uh, Veronica, do you want to? You want to take this one?
1: Yeah. Well, I, I he actually did send me a copy of the of the book, and it's it's pretty thorough. It's very very thorough. There's so many topics, and um, it's. It does not seem to be anything out of the ordinary. I didn't even Mm -hmm. see any screenshots from the game. If that people were suggesting that that was one of the issues, I did
2: not see any screenshots.
1: I did not see any suggestions of gold farming. He
2: said in his email that he tells you how to get it, but not how to farm it.
1: Right. And um, there, were, there were a few references to some um, things that may be construed, not right now, but in the future, as being um, bootable in the game, that you could actually get booted from the game for doing, but not at this time, mm-hmm. so not at press. Mm-hmm.
2: But um, otherwise, it seemed pretty legit. Here's the thing, too. Really? I think if you wanted to write a book that talked about how to, like, if you wanted to write a book about World of Warcraft hacks... And it talks about how to farm gold, and talked about how to do exploits or break Blizzard's rules or whatever. I'm pretty sure that under the First Amendment, you would still be allowed to write
1: even that book. Well, because there are books that are called "Hack Windows" or "Hack Do This and That." There's tons of book on hacking.
2: I yes, mean, there are. I God's mean, sake. certainly, if you, the moment that you write a book that talks about breaking the law, mm-hmm. then you have a problem.
0: Yeah, but this isn't the law. Potentially, These you are have game a problem. Rules
2: under the old First Amendment, you could even still write that book. <laughs> you know, as long as you well, you didn't yourself break the law. But, yeah, in a game book, it's just, it's a game. I mean, Blizzard's rules for World of Warcraft are not laws. So even if, even if, oh, I just can't even get over the story.
0: And the interesting thing is this is under the DMCA, right? And under the DMCA, if you tell someone how to circumvent copyright, you are violating the DMCA. At least that is the opinion that has been found so far. Right. So how is he telling you how to violate copyright? How does this... apply to circumventing copyright? That's not the only thing that the
2: DMCA says. Well, uh, that's not the only thing it says. The DMCA is a general copyright and trademark law. And so what they're saying is that he is somehow... I mean, I don't know. There is no answer for how they supposedly think it violates the DMCA. Basically, they just think he's using their copyright.
0: Well, and that's what I'm saying is you cannot tell someone, even though you should have this right under the First Amendment, you cannot tell someone under the DMCA how to circumvent copyright. But you can tell somebody about stuff.
2: I think it's how arguing. to play the game. Frankly, I would like to see the court in case where you argue that yes, under the First Amendment, you are allowed to tell someone how to do it.
0: Oh yeah, people have been waiting for that one for a while. Yeah, and so mean, far nobody's been able to make any progress with it.
2: Right, like maybe you can't do it, but certainly.
0: I mean, if the anarchist in co- America, cookbook, I, I could was be just going to
2: say that. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. The anarchist cookbook. That's that. Uh, unfortunately, that happened in the old America, and we don't have that America now. <laughs> we have the you aren't allowed to write books about things, America.
0: All right. Uh, oh, and one one other note from Brian's email. The funny thing is he. Uh, had his thing so, uh, pulled by eBay after they received several DMCA notices from Blizzard and then joined a program. eBay worked with him. He sent a counter notice. They didn't get any reply to the counter notice. And so eBay said, great, you can put it back up. Mm-hmm. And then that's when it got a second oh. notice. So. Mm-hmm. He's trying to play by the rules. Well,
2: freaking, it seems like a very it's useful unbelievable. Guy. It's unbelievable.
0: We'll put a link to this in the newsletter. But Chris sent us a very funny uh, story about a guy who wrecked his car while driving with a snake around his neck. <laughs> Snakes in a car. That's not way
2: worse than talking on your cell phone. It's way, way wor- worse. Yeah.
0: Uh, Paul B. wrote in to say congratulations. In Portuguese, is said the following way: Parabens.
2: Parabens.
0: <laughs> At least that's our way of pronouncing it. But at least he tried. Thank Parabéns. You. Parabéns. Um, and that was for the astronauts yesterday.
2: Real quickly, one f- funny email that we got from Melissa about copyright. She says, I'm sorry, I just don't understand copyright enough to help you or... Like This sounds like the response she got from the customer service person, basically. She took some obituaries from the 1880s <laughs> to Staples to make photocopies to send to another person who was researching some of the same family lines. And one of the pages was 11 by 17. So she couldn't do it herself. So she takes it to Staples. And the guy who waited on her said he couldn't copy it because Staples' policy is that you, you, don't, you can't copy copyrighted material.
0: Huh. Even though an 1880s obit... Is pretty far away from being copyrighted yeah, like, material. At this even
2: point. under our totally insane copyright law, which protects a piece of intellectual pro- intellectual property for seventy years, stuff from eighteen eighty actually not covered.
0: Probably yeah. not. But like it's but like hey, the new. Maybe it could be renewed. The new somehow. mental
2: rule apparently is just that if it's on paper, if it's so, like in print. Danger! It's danger! Copyrighted.
0: Several people, including my wife, pointed out that it was Marshall who saved Sidney Bristow, not Vaughn. Yeah, my dude. My apologies. Uh, upload your video for the video contest. The link is in the newsletter and on the forums. And if you want to keep abreast of the rest of the day's news, check out our sister site at news.com for updates throughout the day on what's happening in the tech world. How do they call us, Molly?
2: one 800
1: 616
0: neT Using a phone. Oh, yeah, right. How do they email Dang us? Dang
1: it. They email us at buzz at CNET.com.
0: Using an email client. And you can post on the forums, forums.cnet.com. <laughs> Look for the buzz out loud loud.
2: So clever. Have a good weekend, guys. Bye. Bye.